You are listening to the Tri-Quarter Transmissions and Five-Year Mission Episode 6. And now, here are Craig and Jeff. Wednesday again, and that means it's time for the next installment of What Are Little Songs Made Of? And this is going to be our first double episode, and we are going to be talking about The Enemy Within and Mud's Women, both tracks written by Mike Rittenhouse. So all five members of Five Year Mission are here once again to talk about these songs. So let's get started with The Enemy Within. So the next one, we're going to be jumping back to Mike for The Enemy Within. And I know that early on, when we when we first started uh, talking to you guys, uh, you know, via the Internet before we did our, our first interviews, I know that, that, that Craig Cohen and Mike had an exchange about this track. So I'm interested to hear how you guys talk about it. Yeah, well, I, um, I missed that conversation. Did, did, we, did we have an exchange? Yeah, it was about the outro. Oh yeah, uh, uh, I have my thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure, I as well. I'm sure everyone here has their own uh, opinion about that. <laughs> <laughs> my kids uh, do too. That 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 is one of the controversies. Yes. Can I have an orange soda? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, you get soda, Chris. <laughs> well, enough? for me, it was just really. Oh, um, <laughs> it was really showcasing what you guys are able to do with your music in terms of tapping into the emotional core of an episode. And it was actually, you know, having just watched the episode and listening to the song, you know, I don't want to sound corny here, but it was moving. It, it, you know, it it, it emotionally moved me to, to see how the lyrics and the delivery of, of your music were tying into the themes of the episode. And, and it was just a, a great connection. And they, you know, the song enhanced the episode and the episode enhanced the song. And it was really sort of a, a really wonderful experience for me. Yeah, I think I even I remember almost questioning some uh, some some parts in there with Mike. And he's like, he's like, no, he's getting weaker and weaker. And it's just, you know, he, he was and, and I, I hadn't even paid attention to that fact. And once he says, oh, oh I, OK, I get it now, you know. But yeah, exactly. He he purposely kind of wanted to make it, you know, parts of that get weaker and weaker. His yeah. mm-hmm. falling apart and losing. Well, yeah. So I kind of made the song so that it, this is when, when I was still do, trying to make everything kind of vague so that you didn't know it was specifically about Star Trek. So uh, I thought, well, I'll make this song so it sounds it, it could be about Kirk being split in two, but it could also sound like a dis- dysfunctional relationship between a couple and so like the the quiet parts would be like the the more soft spoken person in the relationship and then the the louder parts are more like the angry person and i wanted 
for for the softer parts, I wanted to start the song off kind of strong, but have it have those parts kind of get weaker and weaker. And in the second verse, you know, I told Andy as we get to the end of the <clears throat> verse, just kind of each line drop out, drop out a part of my drums. Yeah, just yeah. kind of drop out until it's just like a symbol at the end. And uh, clever. Yeah, and so that kind of represented that person finally just kind of crumbling because they're so weak and just kind of falling apart. Art! <laughs> Art. <laughs> so yeah, the, uh, the, the I Wanna Lives is, uh, it, that, that was lot. definitely controversial. Um, <laughs> I, I remember, I remember uh, different versions of it as we worked on it. There was one point where it was suggested that we only play through that part once. <laughs> I stand by that. And and then and then you know we agreed that maybe it could be like two times or four times and 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 finally I put my foot down as the songwriter and I'm like no, it's it's gotta it's gotta carry on you know it's gotta it's gotta fade out and be epic. And I've on the record want to say that it's my and I'm I am not being facetious at all. I am genuine that it is my favorite what is it four minutes three and a half minutes yeah it's, it's, it's like it's like three minutes the, yeah. my favorite three minutes of all of year one is, wow. is the whole stretch of that one <laughs> actually my, a lot of cool guitar work in there. yeah my, yeah, my, my favorite spot on the entire You're album welcome. is in that section <laughs> uh, be, between uh 401 and 425 <laughs> <laughs> so so if you want to go listen to that uh, there's there's just something that the guitar is doing there. This is really cool. And oh, wait. Every, every time I hear it, I, say, I just, say the times it? again so, it's it's four, so the fans, <laughs> the audience. Is 401 uh-huh. to 425. So go, go put on Enemy Within and listen to it. I listen to it backwards. <laughs> I have two, two big damn. memories about this song. The first one is that it was one of the four songs on the demo that Mike first played me uh, when he asked me to join the band. And this was the song that sold me on it. Because I'd actually just watched the episode, <laughs> and it was and, totally fresh in my mind. And uh, slightly off-topic, this is in fact the episode that has Fox Dog in it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. And um, the other thing is that I really, really enjoyed doing some crazy lead guitar work in the outro of the song. And I believe that was the last thing we recorded. It, it is the one. last thing we recorded. And one thing I, I, I wanted to also mention about this is that uh, Patrick and I both recorded these epic full guitar parts for that yeah. entire ending. <laughs> right. And, and I was going to try and like cut between them or just choose parts that I thought were good, but both were so awesome mm-hmm. that I just kept both and I just panned them one yeah. in the right side and one in the left side so that you can hear both of us playing and crazy, they, and, and crazy they, stuff. It's, it's great. <laughs> they, they, they go together really well. I just remember at the end of it, I mean, I just wailed in there making just ridiculous random noises for about five minutes. And then at the end, they said, Patrick, you've been holding out on us. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it was completely spontaneous. Like, mm-hmm. Patrick and I, neither one of us rehearsed any of those parts before we recorded. No. We just hit record and jammed. And then we just, I, I think we did it in one one take, take both each, of us yeah one long ass take <laughs> and i think that's why it's my favorite time. <laughs> so mike did, did did they let you do the full outro when you play the song live <laughs> we've never live. played live never played this song never we, we played it live we played we, it acoustic one played time acoustic. and it was like we we played it it was at a coffee house yeah we did it twice once at a coffee house we did it 
uh, and, and it was acoustic. And then we did it again at, at one of the Battle of the Bands with Il Troubadour. And oh, yeah. We, we did it, but it was also just me and Andy, I think, playing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I play bass on that song, and I do not remember what the, the – I'd have to listen to the song and well, learn the, the bass. Part. The, the outro, it, it's, 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 not, it's not like super complicated, but it's kind of weird as far as yeah. timing. So these guys have to have chords in front of them to play it. <laughs> we never, well, that's because we practice it maybe ten times. And we've never played a lot. It, it is really a song live. we talk about. Yeah, we've talked we'll talk about, about doing it. We just doing it, but yet. it's just like it, it just takes. It's going to take work some on real it. time yeah. and yeah. commitment to get it to do. Uh, it but when we do it, there will definitely be there plenty be of a... wailing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, any closing thoughts on uh, the enemy within? We want to live. This is actually, you know what, the en- enemy within was probably. I, I didn't. It wasn't my favorite song at first. I, I wasn't a big fan until I'd listened to it as many, you know, as much as I've listened to it now. I, it's one of those songs that kind of you, it, you don't catch on to it at first sometimes, or I don't know, maybe this is just on you. my experience, but yeah, it yeah. definitely grew on me, and and it's become one of my one of my one of the songs that I like the most too. You don't have to say that, Chris, my, Michael. I told him it sucked at first, didn't I? <laughs> All right, and now we are on to Mud's Women, also featuring all five members of Five Year Mission. Let's take a listen. So the next song up is Mud's Women, and that is a Mike Rittenhouse track. And I found it interesting that this song does not mention Harry Mudd. I found that interesting, too. <laughs> yeah, Patrick well, was very uh, ad- I was, adamant that I have to work Mud into the song. And I was like, uh, I've already got it written. I was just sad that, that I didn't get to write it. Yeah, I, I already had the song written when Patrick joined you, the band. You, you got your vengeance. I got my vengeance. Yeah. He, he, Twice. He was, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> He was. He that's was another a, story. He's a, li- a little, a little uh, upset that I had already written the song. It was one of my childhood favorites, I think. Yeah. If memory serves me right, this was another one that was really, really early in the Th- writing this was, process. I, yeah. I think I had this written before you had Man Trap. Probably. It was another one of those where we were really intent on keeping it vague. Like maybe it's about Star Trek. Maybe it's not right. Except, although there's some lines in there that it's <laughs> are clear. Well, this this is the third song that I uh, when uh, Noah and I were uh, practicing the few songs we had in his living room, and it was the cage, the man trap, and this song. And we hadn't really decided how we were going to do this yet. And Noah had this idea that he would sing it. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. And, and so, somewhere out there, there is a recording of <laughs> Noah and I playing this song, and he's singing it. I think that's the one Seriously? you played me. Is originally. it? Yeah. I wonder. Really? I wonder if it's on the uh, on that old 
that could you know that. That, that we currently it's, have Patrick's basement. Yeah, it's probably there. I need to look. Oh, I smashed. That. You got to find that. Um, so, so anyway, uh, that we that's going in the box. We we then we then decided that we would sing our own songs, and um, so I liked the way Noah was singing it. So uh, the way I sing Man or uh, uh, Mud's Women is actually me. Imitating Noah. <laughs> for better or worse. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the way I kind of uh, drag out some of the lines and not quite sing them, like, because my vocal style often is kind of straightforward and just kind of on the beat. And with that one, I'm kind of laying back quite a bit trying to imitate Noah. <laughs> I had no idea. I really, until this moment, I had no idea that's, that's what happens. And I am by far the weakest vocalist of the band, and this song is not easy. Besides me. Well, besides Andy. <laughs> this, this song is uh, one of the hardest ones for me to sing, mainly because of the Eve, Eve Ruth, and Maggie line. Eve, Ruth, and Maggie. <laughs> that sounded pretty good to me. Yeah. That, that's Patrick. Oh, sounds was... even better. <laughs> My main memory about this song was all the layered vocal harmonies. That was really a lot of fun to do. And I, I got chills listening to the, the mixes when we were working on it. Yeah, really, really we went over those vocal harmonies. Yeah. A lot, it was a lot, lot. of fun. The, lot of yeah. Fun. Between, especially between Patrick and Chris, there is a like four or five layers of vocal parts throughout like the choruses and at the end of the song. And uh, it's, I, I think, I think the way it turned out, the way we mixed it and, and kind of blended everything, it turned out really yeah. good. And I'm 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 happy on this song because I'm I'm sort of notorious for not playing real chords, playing these chords that that. Oh, the chords. Yeah. The the chords are also me imitating Noah. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> because because I, I I tend to be more of just like a regular standard chord and power chord kind of songwriter. You guys were going to be like Wham originally, where one of you was like the real one, <laughs> and the other one was just imitating that <laughs> cool guy. The real one. <laughs> so the the chords in that song, uh, especially the the verse part, uh, is me imitating Noah's style. And it's one of the rare songs where I'm actually playing a second guitar, but. It came so natural because it's the same chords that I always use. <laughs> it this worked is, out. This is uh, a good example of a song where we recorded something. I recorded a harmony. We really liked it and it worked and it sounds good on the recording. And I cannot reproduce it live. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just really, impossible really to for me live. to do it yeah. live. I just it just never sounds that's, good. That's so. one of the reasons why this song has not been on the set list many times. Yeah, we don't because play it a lot. between my vocals and and those hard backing vocals, it just doesn't work well. It's yeah. a good, uh, it's a good acoustic type one, of yeah. song, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work as well when we go when we go electric on it. Um, this is also the first song written by any of us that directly quoted uh, a scene from one of the episodes. That's true. Um, yeah. The uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, only one kind of woman. Yeah. That yeah. That, that whole part is. Yeah. Is like directly what Kirk and Mud say in that scene. In the video that, that yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we, we used up. them. Yeah, yeah, um, we do that a lot since then. But that was the yeah, first. that was the first yeah. first one we did that with. So yeah, I, I've I've done that many times since. You know, I didn't times. even realize <laughs> I didn't even realize that until I, I saw that video. I, I didn't realize that you lifted the words the exact, from, yeah. from the script. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I also remember. Wasn't there a little bit of sort of just 
improvised uh, solo guitar on this where you were just kind of like, I think I'm going to throw this in and just, just kind of made it meow, up on the spot. Meow, meow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on yeah, Mike's the... note, it says at 1 minute and 25 seconds in the song. Yeah, the, the, the little guitar part, like, I guess it, I guess you could call it a guitar solo. It's not really. It's more of like just a Riff. little lead part. Right before the second verse, um, I made up on the spot. I just hit record because I wanted to put something there. And it, that's what came out, and it was perfect. <laughs> yep, that rarely happens. That's why I feel the need to point it out. <laughs> <laughs> At one minute and twenty-five seconds. Yep. Again, a lot of time references here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, no, I don't have any more in my notes. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, any closing thoughts for for Muds Women since the notes are spent? Uh, when, when, when I was younger, I thought Muds Women were very attractive. But as as a refined adult, <laughs> only two of them are. They, yeah, but just when, eat well, Ruth, that, no Maggie. The, the the one the one looks way too much like Tasha Yar. <laughs> yeah, she does. Like especially in that oh, scene where they're like no. where they're going crazy for the drugs, and she like pops it in her mouth and like leans forward. She looks just like just Denise Crosby. Like Tasha Yar. Would would any of the three muds women be in in our top ten list? Probably not. Probably not. I don't no. Know. I agree. Okay, and that wraps up episode number six of What Are Little Songs Made Of? Thanks for joining us for the ride. Always glad to have all of you here with us. And we will see you again next Wednesday for our seventh episode. <laughs> <laughs>